I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Given the exact location of the galaxy that he mentions, and the proximity to our own solar system, it's amazing. Amazing! Too good to be true. In the interview, he says that the planet Krypton exploded in 1948. Ridiculous little freak. Took three years in a rocket ship to get to Earth. Deductive reasoning, that's the name of the game. Fragments from the planet Krypton exploded and went into outer space. It is reasonable to assume that some of those particles of debris drifted to Earth. Meteorites! Yavel. I know I'm going to get wrapped in the mouth for this, but so what? So what? You, you mean, to us, they are just meteorites. Fair enough. But the level of specific radioactivity is so high to anyone from the planet Krypton, this substance is lethal. Wait a minute, Miss Luthor. You mean fire and bullets can't hurt this guy, but this stuff here will kill, kill him. him! Oh! oh. oh. He can see you coming for miles with those super peepers of his. Oh, Lord. You gave them eyes, but they cannot see. Nor can Superman through lead. He can't see through lead. And kryptonite will destroy him. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we watch a small town boy try to make it in a big city while wearing underwear on the outside of his pants. And apparently it's just another Saturday night in Metropolis. It's 1978's Superman. But I first, gonna, I know who you're going to compare me to. Let's oh yeah, get it over with. Yeah. Who, who do you? Who do you think? No, no, no. no I know no. who it's. No, no, no. I already have it written. Who am I going to compare you to? I know who you're going to compare me to. Let's uh, just get it over with. No, no, no. I want to know whether or not you think you're going to be right. Be truthful. There's, there's only one person that you're going to compare me to. And who is that one person? Otis. Oh man. Uh, well, but first. He's just a boy that wants to be a man, oh. but is tasked with the important job of getting coffee and being left alone out in the desert to fend for himself during an earthquake. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? Wow, I was wrong. Uh, I, I didn't want to go I... for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I just... I mean, if I was going to, I would have said, and he has always wondered, have you seen my baseball? It's God. Otis. I mean, Jason. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to get uh, canceled. I uh, yeah. yeah. Well, good job with that. I appreciate um, yeah. It. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, that you're, you you compared me with to Jimmy rather to than Jimmy. Otis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, I figured I'd change it up a little bit. Uh, you got any nudes? I mean, do I have news. any news? <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I do, I but you got to pay extra for that. <laughs> I don't so. know why news came out as nudes. 
Uh, let's try well, that I again. I think that's a little Freudian slip. Are you, are you wanting is. some of this over here? Just... Uh, so, Jason, you got any dick pics? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, okay, excellent. Those are all over the internet. So, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I've got some news. news. <laughs> all right, let's let's go with that. Um, so you you've heard that the uh, Flash movie is is coming out sometime yeah. here in the near future, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. they debuted it at CinemaCon, although mm-hmm. it's a it's an incomplete film. What does that and, mean? And missing like some CGI or? Um, it's it's missing. Yeah, it's it's not complete. It's missing some scenes. I think um, it's it's not a fully completed, which is weird. Fully polished film yet been working on that thing forever it seems like for like four years yeah 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 and it's still but um yeah so the audience at cinemacon which is a convention for theater owners that they do every year in las vegas okay um they seem to like the movie they especially like the movie with uh michael keaton's batman the parts of the movie with michael keaton's batman well who wouldn't he's batman Right, right. And this is kind of a biased group because this is a bunch of cinema owners. So mm-hmm. you kind of got to take this with a grain of salt. They really want this movie to succeed because well, it's yes. going to be in their theaters for a this while. This is the best movie ever. Like Oscar contention. Come see it. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, none of the none of the actors um, or none of the big name actors attended. So Miller wasn't there, Affleck wasn't there, Keaton wasn't there, um, Kiersey wasn't there, and Michael Shannon wasn't there. That was a a name that kind of surprised me on this list. So well, yeah, he plays they... uh, General Zod. Yeah, I didn't realize Zod was going to be in the movie. Yeah, 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 he's in the movie. No, I I had no idea. Well, now you know. Now I know. So none of them were there, but uh, uh, the director, Andy Muschietti, and his producing partner, Barbara Muschietti, were, were present to introduce the film. So, All right. Are now those brother-sister or husband-wife? That's, uh, I think they're brother-sister. Okay. I was just curious. Yes, they're brother and sister. It says later on that the siblings stressed the version of the film that screened on Tuesday is unfinished. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What else you got? Um, Sigourney Weaver is done playing Ellen Ripley in the Alien Universe. I. Okay. Okay. I. I didn't know that was still on the table. Yeah, there's a there's a new movie that's in the works, and as well as a TV series adaptation on FX. Right, but I didn't realize. Ellen Ripley was still on the table. Why wouldn't she be? Um, I just never really thought that uh, Sigourney Weaver wanted to come back. Well, she doesn't. Wow. So Ellen Ripley is not on the table anymore. I just told you that. Yeah. I, do you not listen to me? Well, I mean, you don't listen to me when I do news. I, I mean, I just, I, honestly, I just finished my uh, Rice Krispie treat while you were doing the news, which is uh, fine sorry, because what? I can, I can uh, mute myself uh, when I edit. Um, so yeah, okay. Do we know when uh, Aliens is going to come out? No. Hmm. Okay. Filler so, story. 
do we do we know what what it's gonna be about? Um, it's gonna be something that has to do with the Alien franchise. Okay, so we don't have like a timeline or anything like. Not in this article. No. Before or after the movie stuff. Um, I think the TV series adaptation might be might be a prequel. Hold on. Um, this is going to be the this is the Noah Hawley um, directed adaptation that's going to be on FX. Okay. Yeah. And yeah I think yeah. we talked about this a little while back. Yeah. I, th- I think. Uh, I think we. It was going to be a prequel. Maybe. Um, yeah, so this should be this should take place shortly before Alien. Yeah, because I think it was... It takes place before Ripley. So right. it's 70, 70 years in the future. So it's going to be at the end of this century. So like around 20... Just, right. just before 2100. So it was like... Um, it, it, if I remember reading something, it's it's supposed to be like... Uh, sets up how the aliens got to that planet in the first place, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, the the, the planet that that alien was. Filmed no, it with. takes place on our planet. Really? Yeah. Seriously? That's what it says. Huh. Well, maybe then it's ta- maybe it's explaining how the aliens ended up in Antarctica. Possibly, yeah. All right. Even though well, no, Alien no, no, versus no. That couldn't, Predator, yeah, that took place before. like in in contemporary time. Yeah. So that that couldn't have been. All right. That, that's not right either. So, all right. So, uh, color me confused. Yeah. 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 All right. What else you got? Uh, final thing that I've got is I, I'm not sure if you've heard of um, heard of the movie Dune. Dune. So it's a Dune. Yeah, is that is that with the rock kind of it's small, small indie flick that that yeah that uh, had the rock in it right or not the rock uh it had um uh, it had Carl Urban in it um he he played uh uh the main character no 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 I don't think Doom. you're thinking of the right one yeah it's just a Doom. It, it, it's kind of one that's kind of slid under the radar well they're yeah. doing a part two of it doom part two dune 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 doom dune doom with an n with an two o's and an m (laughs) Uh, there's a new trailer out for dune part two what how did i miss this i don't know how did you miss this i don't oh man Yes, there is a new trailer out for Dune Part 2. It looks pretty good. Like an an official trailer or like fan trailer? An official trailer. All right. I'm I'm calling you on it. Dune Part 2 trailer. A little bit of uh, double checking. It's Uh, there. Oh, wow. Oh, Timothy Chalamet rides a giant sandworm. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Variety, you suck. <laughs> they debut a trailer, and then they don't even have the trailer. They don't have the common courtesy to put a YouTube link to it. Wait, no, it was a it, it debuted at CinemaCon. So, oh well, son of a. Wait, first trailer, screen culture. 
Oh, I don't know if that's true. All right. What's the date on it? 10 hours ago? Uh, it might be. Yeah, but it's on YouTube posted by Screen Culture. I would have thought... Um, they they probably copied it. Yeah. Well, because there's Dune Part 2 teaser trailer four weeks ago. No, no, this no. is... All right, well, I'll wait for it to get officially released and not just shown at CinemaCon. <laughs> so it, it, it looks pretty good. It's going to take place a little bit further in the future from where Dune Part 1 left off, or at least this trailer does. It, um, it shows uh, Paul already showing uh, some pretty deep effects of, of uh, spice consumption. So his eyes are a pretty deep blue. Um, Denis Villeneuve has said that uh, Zendaya's character, Shawnee, is going to play a much larger role in the movie, which makes sense because at this point she played a much larger role in the book. And um, Rebecca Ferguson's character, uh, who's the king consort... Or the constant. She's the wife, mm -hmm. mom, isn't she? She's the mom, but she's not the wife. She's huh? not the queen. I. She's Lady Jessica. Right, but I, I, she's main dude's mom. She's main dude's mom, but she's not his dad's wife. She was. She's the consort. Because remember, in in the political. Um, uh, the, uh, the 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 politics of this universe it's typical to have both a wife and a mistress okay it's we we talked about it in both of the dune episodes that we did on Sadis. <sighs> look first off the first one was so damn long and confusing Second off, it's because there was there were words in it that you had to read. Well, that and there was like that, you know, Aborigine singing that they did. <laughs> the throat singing. The do didgeridoo, didgeridoo, didgeridoo. Yeah, that's not singing. That's yeah, but it, that's what that's it, an actual it, instrument. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's going to be fun to edit out. All right. Um, excellent. Continue. Yeah, so um, I'm excited. You're excited. It's supposed to be released on November 3rd. Uh, that was going to be my next question is if they have a date. November 3rd. November 3rd. Uh, so uh, we can look forward to reviewing that. Oh, Florence Pugh is going to be in this too. Who? Florence Pugh. Pugh. Oh, that's who. Pugh who? Who Pugh? Oh, God. All right. Are you done? I am now. Okay. Thank God. This is bad. Pod crawl? Yeah. Let's do Man, it. Man, we are terrible. <laughs> we can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl? The pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl!
crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The setting is June, 1938 and we are treated to a black and white movie theater to remind us that we are indeed watching a movie. But, to make sure you didn't know this was a movie from the 70s, we have a 5 minute 20 second intro introducing anyone and everyone that had something to do with the movie, God, yes. including the stray dog that is given a spare bagel from time to time outside the soundstage. This said intro features top billing for Marlon Brando, an actor that only has as much screen time as he does because he can't stop monologuing long enough to let anyone else speak. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I digressed a bit. The Godfather is dispensing justice and is given an offer by General Zod that he refuses and sends Zod to the Phantom Zone. As luck would have it, the sun is getting closer to Krypton, but the rest of the council shoves their collective heads in the crystal planet and ignore the warnings from Marlon L. The council forbids Marlon from telling others or leaving the dying planet. Finding a loophole, the Godfather makes a ship for his son, but almost takes too long to get it assembled because of another monologue and the inability to walk fast and monologue at the same time. Yeah. And then just like was predicted, the sun getting closer to the planet fucks some shit up and people start falling into the creamy center of the planet before it blows up. Baby Godfather makes his long journey to Earth, while listening to the his father monologue some more about relativity, and other science concepts for the next few years. During this time, Baby Godfather grows into toddler Godfather and crashes in Smallville. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Everyone knows the origin story of Superman, let's get to the part where he is Superman. Wait, that doesn't happen until halfway through the movie. Well shit. Alright, eventually Clark becomes Superman, saves Lois from a poor experiment with gravity and then proceeds to go around stopping evil doors from doing evil things. Clark ends his night by saving Air Force One from a lightning strike that takes out one of the engines, but for some reason in this universe, the plane refuses to function at all when it is missing one engine. The next day, having struck out with Lois as Clark, Clark slips a note into her notepad asking to meet Superman on the roof that night for an interview. During the interview, Superman tells Lois all about himself so that it can be used against him by his enemies. Before leaving for the night, we are treated to a six-minute montage of Superman and Lois flying around to the tune of cheesy love music. Good god this film has some slow pacing. Eventually, with 35 minutes left in the movie, we finally get to see some real evil stuff come out of Lex Luthor, the smartest man alive, whose ego is only surpassed by Marlon Brando and his monologues. Lex invites Superman to his underground lair and tells him all about how he is going to make oceanfront property in Arizona. He also gives Superman a kryptonite necklace that he made from a meteor rock that landed on Earth around the same time as Superman. How did he know that? Oh yeah, he told Lois all about when he landed, the fact that he can't see through lead, the fact that he can't tell a lie, and I'm pretty sure gave a urine sample as well for analysis. Idiot. Lex hijacks two missiles and sends them in opposite directions so Superman has to make a choice, save California, or save New Jersey. Is there a third option to do nothing? <laughs> Superman chooses New Jersey and catches that missile in time, but the other detonates before he can get there. All shit breaks loose and earthquakes are happening all over the place. That's okay Superman is able to save everything and everyone, except Lois. Lois gets stuck out in the desert and is swallowed up by the earth and then crushed and suffocates to death. Superman is angry and decides to fly in the opposite direction that the Earth rotates. This causes time to reverse. I'm no time travel expert, but Rob told me this isn't how time travel works. It's not. Anyway, basically the last few minutes mean nothing and everything is reset, including the earthquake that for some reason never gets to Lois even though Superman does nothing different to stop it from happening. This ending is stupid. Cue Superman grabbing Lex and throwing him directly in prison and then flying into space to look over his new kingdom as his cape flutters in the vacuum of space credits. Alright. 
1978 Superman. Um, you were a kid when this came out. I'm sure you saw this in theaters. What'd you think? I did not see this in theaters. Thank oh, you. I was like two years old when this came out. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. You're not near as old as I thought. Fuck you. Or you're just lying to me. That's it. I'm lying to you. I knew it. I knew it. All right. So um, when did you see this? Um, I saw this on videotape like when I was around seven or eight years old. Okay. And how did how did seven or eight-year-old Jason um, view this movie or, or, or take to this movie? Um, I liked it when I was, you know, seven or eight years old. Okay. All right. It was so, a really good movie. Really fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's fast forward uh, to um, 80-year-old Jason. Uh, who watched this this past week. Um, what did you think Fuck of the movie you. now? Uh, this movie sucks balls. Okay, good. Uh, this is going to make this podcast so much easier because I thought I was going to have to die on a hill by myself. <laughs> no, this oh, movie God. is bad. Okay. Oh, my God, this movie is bad. Okay, It good. is so fucking campy. I can't oh, believe goody. it. All right, yeah, so... Um, my thoughts, if you haven't been able to figure that out, are, um, yeah, this movie is not great. Um, I didn't like it the first time I watched it when I was uh, working for Blockbuster and decided, hey, Superman, I should probably watch Superman because Superman Returns is going to be coming out pretty soon. Um, and it'd be a good idea for me to watch Superman because Superman Returns is supposed to be part of that whole um you know, continuation of the first four films. So, mm -hmm. hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, this, this movie is just as bad as I remember it back then. Um, if not a little bit worse. So I think I've caught this off and on on TV, um, just parts of it throughout mm -hmm. the years, but I can't remember the last time that I sat down and watched it this past from week. beginning to end except for yeah today yeah yeah oh you watched it today so it's like, i watched it it's, today it's it like is fresh fresh Ooh. yes oh man i'm sorry the scars yeah. still haven't healed huh yeah yeah the yeah. wounds are still fresh yeah. well you know i'm not i'm not too far behind you uh my wounds are from monday night Oof. yeah so and it's wednesday so yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, all right, so I'm not even going to, I'm just going to skip this whole part where, uh, you know, where I say, hey, uh, what did you like that was so good about it, Jason? Because, you know, you liked the movie. Um, so, and I'm just going to go to, uh, it's time for uh, the shit fest, uh, the shit show, and the quabbles uh, of... Of Superman here. First one. Well, before we do that, let's okay. actually talk about some of the good... I mean, this this movie wasn't a total shit fest. I mean, it wasn't okay. fucking Space Truckers or Moonfall. Look, you you just don't know quality classic sci-fi flicks. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't. Yeah. yeah, this movie wasn't near as bad as those travesties. It was pretty close. Um, all right, so what are some what are some good points? So I thought Christopher Reeve actually did a pretty good job as Superman, except yes. for the some of the the more campy parts, but I I think that was more writing than than Christopher Reeve. All right, so so I will agree. Um I 
and, and I and I didn't really notice it, especially the first time around. Um, but this time, you know, I really didn't notice it uh, until this time that he slouched when he played Clark. Clark. Yeah, and and then was standing, and you know, you see that in the apartment uh, when he decides, you know, hey, I'm going to tell her that I'm Superman. Right. And yeah. then changes his mind. So I, I, you know, I liked that. I will agree with you. I liked that. He, cha- I, he slouches. He's got the, the glasses. His mm-hmm. part is on the other side of the head and he changes his voice. Right. And right. his speech pattern too. Yeah. His, his voice is a little more high pitched. Um, yep. when he's Clark. Speech pattern is, is yep. faster mm-hmm. yeah, and more so, timid. I, I thought, I thought Reeve did a good job. I, I, don't like the one aspect that I don't like of of how he played Clark is I think he went too far on the bumbling idiot sort of not bumbling idiot but the 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 klutz type situation you know running into people um, the glasses always falling down from his nose and he's got to constantly be pushing him up. Um, I think one time I was watching it and he pushed it up three times in like one minute. So it's like, okay, the glasses don't even fit, uh, you know, or, or it just, it seemed like, okay, we're trying to make him too much of a nerd. I, I thought that was actually one of the, the better aspects of yeah. his portrayal of, of Clark Kent. I didn't, it, I, it, it just, it just fit the character. Okay, I'm just okay. So i I grew up i I grew up on the adventures of you know Lois and Clark, the adventures of Superman. You know that's yeah, but I mean, that, so that's Dean Kane was a pretty boy, Clark Kent and Superman. He he I his portrayal of of Clark Kent versus Superman. I I'm not nearly as fond of right, but I mean he was, he was too cool as Clark Kent. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you kind of see that in all of the uh, Henry Cavill. Too cool. You know, he was kind of a cool Clark Kent. No, um, not really. He was still kind of a nerdy Clark Kent. I I would okay, but I would say he is. He was a inconspicuous Clark Kent. He didn't try to stick out. Whereas I sure. think. I think Reeve really tried to uh, Reeve stuck out more as Clark Kent than I would have thought somebody that is trying not to draw attention to themselves would. You know. Okay, I can I can see that. Um but, and, I mean if if you think of it so there was a there was a paper uh, an academic paper that actually kind of went over um, superheroes and their alter egos okay. a while back. And one of the things that they they mentioned in the paper was that in terms of Superman, Clark Kent is the alter ego. Right. Right? So with, with Bruce Wayne, well, Batman is his alter ego. Um, with The Flash, you know, uh, The Flash or Barry Allen, uh, The Flash is his alter ego. Okay. They started out... As, as normal as their people as, right. as who they grew up as and then they took on this this persona right 
I get Clark what you're saying. Kent is Superman's, is Kal El's alter ego. This is the persona that he put on in order to blend in and hide himself. So if you think about the garishness of the the costumes that most superheroes wear as their alter ego, well, him wearing this garish, nerdy costume in order to blend in with everybody fits the bill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I will agree. I concur, sir. No, I, I liked Reeve as Superman, and I thought that. So they they originally wanted to put him into uh, a muscle suit because I guess Reeve was not muscular know, enough. Yeah, fairly fairly slim, mm-hmm. um, and he refused and instead trained with the dude who played Darth Vader in the uh, original trilogy, and uh, I I thought he looked pretty good for and late seventies Superman. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, uh, I think the muscle suit would have been a mistake. Uh, yeah. I think it would have looked too much like Shazam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think it would have looked as good as Shazam. Well, yeah. Oh no, 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 not, not, not seventies Superman. Hell no. But it would have been like that, you know, where muscle suit, tiny head, you know, yeah, type of yeah. type of situation. Um, you know, he did a good he did a good job. Uh, you, you know, it it is the iconic. Uh, well, maybe not anymore, but you know, up until two thousands, um, you know, the Justice League, uh, you know, it, or actually Man of Steel, it was it was the iconic Superman, right? Um, so I think he did. I think he did good, and but. The actual movie just sucked. Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was an absolute waste of uh, Gene Hackman's talents. Oh God! I hated the way that they like wrote Lois Lane. She had one, maybe two good scenes where she was actually a good Lois Lane. The rest of the time, she was just you know, the screaming damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, and, and see, that's how I always saw her. Uh, it, well, I mean, that's all how she's played in everything else is she can take care of herself. Yeah, yeah. She just, she gets into trouble because she... She, she always sticks her nose in dangerous situations. Exactly, yeah. yeah it, because she's not afraid of that, you know? And and her getting held up at gun, gunpoint, yeah, she would have... I think she would have held her own and yeah. not been the, oh, oh my God, just, just give it up. Just give it away. Give it, take the purse. You know, I, no, that was him. She was the one that actually clocked the dude. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, that, that was one of maybe two scenes that she had where she was, you know, assertive and, mm-hmm. and defending or taking care of herself. Well, you know, where she, she was actually Lois Lane. Yeah, and then she and then she turns around and she doesn't do any favors for any women out there um, as a as a gender. In that she goes out into the desert and runs out of gas. Oh my god! She tried to get gas and the fucking gas station blew up. You asshole! Yeah, but but you knew. You knew that the, that she was gonna run out of get like she was gonna get stranded because they kept showing the blinking light way too many times and I'm like, yep, 
Here it is. The woman ran out of gas. That's that's not stereotypical and probably uh, not PC at all anymore. You yeah, know, I so. mean, the, the fact that she kept trying to start the car after she ran out of gas right. was kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and then saw the saw the thing coming and she's like, ah, and just let herself get swallowed. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And and oh my god, that thing opened up and then proceeded to crush quite quickly. And where did all that extra dirt come from? Um, there was a, a front loader that was dumping dirt on top of her that you didn't see in the frame. Oh, yeah. okay. That's what I thought. That, cause that's what it looked. It looked like there was yeah. a lot of road yeah. gravel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not a big fan of this. Uh, you know, I really, I really didn't like that. Uh, two things. One, apparently, uh, apparently Clark or Kal-El or whatever you want to call him, um, he goes on some sort of like spirit walk or peyote trip or something for like 12 years. Yeah. Um, and I, how, how does young Clark end up looking older than old Clark? Right. And then completely changes character or, you know, completely different person. Um, somehow makes himself a super suit yet doesn't do anything about it in terms of I'm going to be a superhero type of deal. He just decides, yep, I'm going to wear the super suit. And then it takes, you know, Lois Lane almost dying to change his mind. Right. Yeah. So why but he did was wearing the, it under uh, his clothes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But he was, he, up until then he hadn't tried to save anybody. And then, and then the first day he's there, he's already like, like, honestly really creepy towards Lois like trying to hit on her in the most creepiest way like and it was just I was like man this is this is bad this is not good yeah yeah I I, I don't know I just the, the writing was awful so Mario Puzo gets the writing credit for this but from everything that i've read none of what he wrote is actually in the movie really yeah so mario puzo is the uh, writer behind the godfather series right and so you got newman david and leslie newman basically rewrote it um no it was uh it was whoever they got for uh creative consultant credit actually ended up with the final rewrite. Okay. Who was that? Uh, Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz. Tom Ma- uh, Mankiewicz. Okay. Yeah. Tom Mankiewicz uh, got the rewrite or did the rewrite, but the writers guild wouldn't give him, wouldn't allow Donner to give him credit. So Donner gave him cons- creative consultant credit instead. Okay. Yeah, they should have stuck with Puzo's. The problem with Puzo's script, and Puzo did a, a rewrite of a previous script. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The The problem with Puzo's script is uh, uh, Jor-El never stopped talking. <laughs> that, maybe, but, yeah. and, and that actually would fit because uh, the script before uh, Mankiewicz got a hold of it was 
400 pages combined because they they did the the treatment for both Superman and Superman 2 they they filmed them both at the same right. time. Yeah. So both movies scripts combined were 400 pages. Wow. If you take it as basically a minute per page of screen time, mm-hmm. that's 400 minutes, 200 minutes each movie. That's like three and a half fucking hours. Well, this thing was two and a half hours. I know. It was already Imagine terrible. tacking another hour on that. Yeah, two and a half hours, and there is really no action until the last 35 minutes. Yeah, but there, it's not really two and a half hours because you've got like 15 minutes worth of credits and setup. Mm-hmm. No, five. what was it? Five minutes and 30, 20 seconds worth of uh, opening credits. Yeah, um, but then you also have the the black and white film on top of that. Yeah. That's like, you know, five or so minutes. And yeah. then um, the the whole sentencing scene for uh, which, Zod and his crew. Which has, makes no sense whatsoever for this movie. I know they show up in the second one, fine, whatever, but makes no sense in this movie. Yeah. There was no reason for it. Do a damn flashback in 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 episode two or in movie two, you know. But no, no, we're we're gonna just we're gonna do this, and then you're like, okay, what the hell was that for? Right, watching this, yeah, useless. So when it got to Mankiewicz, it was actually five hundred and fifty pages long. Ooh. So he had to. Ooh. He basically rewrote it from scratch. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, some of the other stuff, um, the pacing sucked because of it was just it was it just plotted. Oh my on. god! It's so every, slow. Every uh, yeah, it just it just so slow. Uh, I was I was tired after watching it. Um, I, I was tired while watching it. I think well, I yeah, dozed too. off a few times. So so yeah, you probably didn't miss much. Um, you know, bringing in. God, so you got you've got uh you've got the dude oh you got the the two cops following Otis. Right? Yeah. Otis yeah, one of disappears. Was- one of them dies. The other one can't figure out what's going on. Uh, the other one goes on to be a captain in the Lethal Weapon series. Yeah, I mean it's just like that was completely useless. Why do we have to have an entire scene where cops are following Otis to an underground thing only for him to one to die and then never to follow up on it? Right. Yeah. You know, um, uh, congratulations. Uh, apparently you're underground in an old subway station and have converted an area of it into a pool. Yeah. Um, it's, it it doesn't make sense that they would have uh, that kind of, that, that kind of substation down there because, you know, one part of it went to like baggage claims. So it wasn't even a a subway station. It was just another like train terminal for a a commuter train. And I I didn't understand that set either. It was, it was weird. It was. And, and. We see Lex all the time. Oh, I am the greatest mastermind of all time. Really? Okay, so what are you going to do? Well, I'm not going to tell you yet. It's not my time yet. 
Okay. I'm the greatest. You guys are all idiots. Okay. So why? What, why are you a big guy? I'm not going to tell you yet. It's not time yet. Wait right. until 35 minutes before. Yeah. And so, you know, and then the whole pacing. Okay. So, so somehow Lex is able to hijack two missiles at the same time. <laughs> right. Like screws up the one, but can still run off and hijack the other one. When I assume both of them are probably getting moved at the same time, and frankly, would have a whole lot more security around them than what they did. Right, and yeah. would be nowhere near being uh, capable of being armed or yeah, I wouldn't fiddled think so with. Either. You know. Yeah, I mean that. That was unplausible but i can i'm gonna give that a pass because there's been plenty of movies that do stupid shit like that yeah just we just gloss over that as yeah i just it's just it was really artistic license yeah it's just it was really glaring when it's like okay well we screwed that one up all right let's go to this one you know it's like really right how did you get there so quickly because it was the same thing because they were still they were still wearing the old Get up. The the lady right. was wearing the old get up, so it was the same day. Yeah, and I thought at first that they were re hijacking the same, the same one. truck that no, no, they the had first, hijacked before. No, the first one was army. The next one yeah, was Yeah, I know. I realized that whenever <laughs> she got under there and it was like a totally different colored missile. And I was like, this is a different fucking missile. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying again. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 was stupid. And and I really didn't like it was oh my god, the whole like Superman telling his life story gets published in the paper and then and then Lex jumps from point A to point Z without hitting anything else. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, okay, he showed up here, which means there was a planet that blew up. Two years ago. Okay, so there's probably fragments that showed up here, and they got irradiated with uh, radiation from the explosion, so he's allergic to it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really, he is? How do you know? Because, because, it, because I'm the smartest his man in the world. Because of superior intellect. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just... I was like, wow, that's a that's a huge jump, because, you know, space isn't big, and we don't get hit by meteors frequently right now i the 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 plot sucked i mean Mm. it was it was pretty basic which is fine as long as it's a well-written basic plot but this wasn't well written at all no it was um i liked the music in the movie of course john williams is hard to to not like he was he was great even back then yeah um the sets and the special effects in this movie were fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell that they were miniatures. Oh, every every and bit of it. And you could tell that most of this shit was done in front of a, a fucking mat or projection screen. It was yeah. just they. It was bad. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I'm all for practical effects, and they didn't do, you know, CGI back then, or very little of it. Right. Well, but I this mean, okay. was this was bad. Episode four, New Hope, Star Wars, nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, those miniatures looked great for the most part. 
Yeah, but the, the com- compositing on the original cut was pretty bad. You could actually see the the squares around the, yeah. the miniatures where they composited it. So yeah, but the but, the effects on the original cut weren't great on that one either. But they had a, I'm pretty sure a, a much smaller budget as well. Right. I mean, this had a 55 million dollar budget. Which was pretty big for the time. That's huge for the time. Now, granted, this thing made $300 million in the box office. So it isn't a a slouch, uh, but... Yeah, and Star Wars A New Hope had $11 million. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the most expensive film made up to that point in 1978. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of that money went to the fucking actors. So Marlon yeah. Brando, oh Marlon Brando, his fucking salary was something outrageously fucking high. It was like three point four million dollars plus. No, three point seven million dollars plus almost twelve percent of the fucking box office gross. That is ridiculous. So he ended up making nineteen million dollars on this movie alone for the what. 15, maybe 20 minutes, probably not even that much of screen time that he has. Yeah. And when he wanted, when he signed on, he proposed to Salkin in their first meeting that Jor-El appear as a green suitcase or a bagel with Brando's voice. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. Reeve only uh, earned... uh, 250,000 for yeah. both movies. Yeah, for both movies. Wow. Well, he was a relative unknown at this point. Yeah, but still. Damn. Yeah, that's still pretty pretty light yeah. compared to And and Gene Hackman made bank on this too. He made like a million or two on this. Gene Hackman had a larger role. That's true, and he was already so, an Oscar winner at this yeah. point. So he he had you know, established his props, but Right. Yeah. Um so Superman 2 of 54 million dollar budget only made 190 million. So um it quickly went down. Well yeah, yeah. everybody watched the first one. Was right. Like I'm not going to go see that second one. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, so I was just I was curious. I and I had looked pr- prior they progressively got worse and worse in terms of box office. Oh, crowd. I remember. So I was a kid when 4 came out. Uh huh. Yeah. And that was an awful. I saw that one in the theaters. That was an awful fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping it never comes up. <laughs> I, I really am. I really am. So, um, any other, any other things? I just, yeah. I just. I mean, I don't uh, the, know. the 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 flying effects were awful. They you could yeah. definitely tell they were using wires. I mean, it was nice that you couldn't see the wires, but it was still, it was awful. Yeah. Um, Apparently, I, as long as you're touching Superman, you can fly. Yeah. Um, How the fuck does that work? As long as you've got, you know, just a little bit of finger touch, you can fly. But, you know, suddenly she loses, um, she loses grip with him and she falls mm-hmm. straight down. Yep. 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 Meanwhile, barely touching a finger and outstretched and... Yeah, and she's flying yeah. like a goddamn seven forty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, this is not a good movie. 
Well, I mean, glad. props props to Reeve for doing a good job um, as Superman and really portraying Superman. I mean, I remember that the Reeve Superman was kind of the quintessential Superman for a long, long time, right? Right. Yeah. He was he was the he was the gold standard for Superman until probably Cavill came out, and then Cavill, I think, did a really, really, really good job with Superman as well. The Brandon Routh Superman, I'm not so fond of, but. Um, yeah, yeah, and again, the, I don't know. I don't know how much of that was uh, directing, or and how much of that was Brandon. Yeah, uh, I mean, you it know, it's be. it's it's hard to hard to say. Um, Margot Kidder, I think, did okay as Lois Lane, but I think a lot of that was writing, just yeah. how they portrayed Lois Lane. Now, this was the '70s, and good God, she got. You didn't see Margot Kidder's name. She was like the sixth or seventh oh, name in the, was, in the credits list. She was way down there, yeah. And she's like in the movie more than mm-hmm. half the people in it. So yeah. she's like one of the main characters. She's probably the leading actress in the movie, and she got such low billing. Yeah, yeah. But Marlon Brando, top billing. Top yeah, billing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was probably a big draw for this movie. Marlon Brando was, yeah. you know, at the height of his career or close to the height of his career, maybe a little bit past by the time this movie came out. Z, he, he uh, let's see, Godfather had already come out. I think the Godfather came out in 75, maybe 76. Uh... Um, and then he, you know, Apocalypse Now and... Um, he, yeah, he he had already had a long, distinguished acting career at this point. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I it was just it was like oh, there's a monologue. Oh, there's another monologue. Oh, there's another <laughs> one. It just it it rubbed me the wrong way. Well, he also had to film all of his scenes in twelve days, and that was probably pushing it because he talked so much. <laughs> so well, he was channeling his inner bagel <laughs> or was it a suitcase might have been a green suitcase yeah we don't know yeah all right well oh oh i just looked at this so wikipedia also says that brando sued um because uh for 50 million because he felt cheated out of his share of the profits so apparently <laughs> 12% of the fucking gross. Right. But apparently he didn't think 12% plus his 3.7 or whatever it was, um, uh, was even better. Was enough. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. And then they, so they stopped using, uh, Brando's footage in, uh, Superman two, <laughs> So they didn't have to pay his ass. And that's probably why we got the Donner cut. Yeah. Because they insert a lot of that back in. Yeah. Yeah, but that was years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think years. I think Brando was dead at that point. Yeah. So he couldn't get his... Uh, couldn't get his... Uh, so can you imagine... Can you imagine Superman as Robert Redford or Robert Redford as Superman? 1970s Robert Redford. So, so I don't know. I don't know what 1970s Robert Redford looked like. I've, Have I've you only... never seen like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? 
No, I don't watch shit shows. Dude, that is not a shit show. That is an excellent fucking movie. Yeah, but I haven't. No, I have not seen it. Okay. What about Burt Reynolds? Nope, because I, I, I can't see I can't see Superman with a mustache. <laughs> uh how about Sylvester Stallone? You wouldn't be able to understand him. I it'd know. Be, make a, it'd make a good alien. Because, you know, you couldn't understand him, so he must be alien. Yeah, Paul Newman was also offered his choice of roles. Mm. I can't see any of those as Superman. Would Paul Newman have a knife? He might. Mm. And a alligator Bowl of hat. eggs. Yeah, alligator hat. No, 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 no. Paul Newman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman, you dipshit. <laughs> Not, uh, what's his face who played Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> that's who I was saying. It was, that was a new one, wasn't that's, it? That's Paul Hogan. That's Paul Hogan. Oh, 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 dang. Well, Paul Newman played Cool Hand, uh, cool hand, hand Luke, Luke and also yeah. played uh, the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy in the yeah. Sundance Kid. Right. You know, look, when you've seen one Paul, you've seen them all. You got any? You got any final like <laughs> bullshit you want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm okay. good. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, you let's, broke me. I did. I broke Jason. Um, let's do the superpower roll call. Um, Superman. Uh, yeah, Superman. Oh, what? You don't want to be Otis? No, I don't want to be Otis. Apparently, that's who you thought you were going to be. All right. Uh, awards? Did you come up with some of them? I got a few awards, yeah. Excellent. Let's start with your black lung. My black lung is going to go to Perry White for lighting up that big-ass stogie all the time. All right. All right. I went with Lois uh, for lighting up in front of Superman. Up on the, well, she uh, tried to. Well, tried to, yeah. But, you know, apparently she's a smoker. Um, head- Everybody was a smoker then. Yeah, yeah. Head lush. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to Miss Tessmacher. <laughs> um, she always seemed to have a drink in her hand there at the beginning. So yeah, that, mine's- that, that, was the only, that was the only thing I looked forward to every time there was a Lex uh, Luthor scene was what um, – what kind of outfit was she going to be wearing this time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how much cleavage was she going to yeah, show? How much, yeah, yeah. Is, is, <laughs> is the cleavage going to get more or less uh, at some point? Is she going to come out topless? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You? Uh, mine's going to go to Lois for um, pouring out champagne in anticipation of, of uh, Superman coming. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, player for you? Uh, player is definitely going to go to Superman. Okay. Yep. I can. Yeah. He had, he had Lois wrapped around his little finger literally at one point. Yep. Yep. I was, I'm going to give it to Superman for literally sweeping Lois off her feet and taking her for that God awful six minutes of my life that I won't ever get back. (laughs) That had absolutely no purpose. Oh, that whole fucking flight scene was so stupid. Yeah. And that corny ass goddamn poem. 
congratulations. You can fly. We know you can fly. We don't need you to show us that you can fly. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Purple Hippo for me. You know, I'm just, I'm going to give it to Clark for going on his peyote trip for 12 years. <laughs> Was it I, 12 years? It's, yes, it said 12 years have passed. Marlon Brando monologued that 12 years had passed. Oh, I missed that. Yes, I must have it been was, dozing off during well, that. Well, you know, it's because the 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 monologue was the same monologue that apparently he was giving during um the flight to earth. It just wasn't the abridged version. So it took 12 years instead of 2. And frankly, I'm Wait, not how did how did he how did 12 take 12 years and he only came out as a 2-year-old? Well, no, so not no, even no, no. A two-year-old. No, I'm talking about when he made the Fortress of Solitude and was learning all this stuff. Um, that took twelve year, twelve years. Um, oh, it only took okay. two years for him to get from. Apparently, only took two years for him to get from wherever to there because um, Lex mentioned that you know his world exploded and then he landed right. in like two years. Right. I'm like, okay, that's that's weird. But, um, uh, yeah, so in uh, Wikipedia, Holder of All Knowledge, uh, a hologram of Jor-El explains Clark's two true origins, and after 12 years of educating him on his reason for being sent to Earth and his powers, he leaves the fortress wearing a blue and red suit with a red cape. Because... Because that's what you do. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, 12 years. Yeah. Uh, How about you for your head lush? Or uh, Purple Hippo. Uh, Purple Hippo. Yeah, I'm going to give this to... I'm going to give this to Lois for dying and then getting reset and not being in the same set of conditions that she was in. So she's in like a totally different timeline now is basically what happened. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. She might. Hmm. All right, maybe. Huh. Well, we did it. We made it through. Yeah. We made it through, yes. Uh, next time, uh, we're not going to pick uh, because we have, a, uh, we have a movie that just came out. What? Yeah. Impossible. Impossible, yes. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 just came out today. Uh, today being uh, May 5th, because uh, that's it's when... It's not May 5th. Well, not for us, but for our listeners it is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah time travel. Time time travel, yeah. Um, despite what you may think, you don't just have to like make the Earth turn backwards to, to time travel. There's, there's more to it than that. Just so you know, in case you were confused. I don't think anybody was confused. I I was I was confused, and uh, apparently I am also confused on when this comes out. This comes out on uh, the twelfth um, of May. So, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume Three came out on May fifth. Uh, seeing as we are recording this uh, way early, uh, we will be 
Uh, reviewing the movie where, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. It's uh, 2023's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Please don't spoil anything. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't either. Um, I'm not going to see it for weeks. For weeks, yeah. And frankly, at, when this thing releases, I probably still haven't. will have haven't seen it because <laughs> I, I will be camping next weekend. That's going to do it for today. Our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by so, Chet. Tell me the truth. If you like the show, please rate when and view us on iTunes. Going what? back around yeah. uh, the other way on the I got on a the, chubby. On the yes, you yes got, I you did. Got a, you got a boner, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. It was yeah, a time boner. Yeah. You can leave us feedback on our Discord <laughs> channel over at smokingandrinkingincapes.com slash Discord. You can also email us at smokingandrinkingincapes at outlook.com. Go ahead and uh, visit the Gunna Geek Network for other great shows over at GunnaGeek.com. For this week, um, it wasn't a very big boner because I just wasn't that impressed. Can you read my mind? Do you know how much this movie sucks? (laughs) Nobody needs to read your mind to know that. 